Do you have a life worth recording? Let's find out. Find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, and other podcast distribution websites. Want to talk to us? Email us at a life worth recording at gmail.com. Let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to episode three of a Life Worth Recording podcast. Today we're going to be delving deep into the shooting that took place last Sunday, February the 11th of 2024 at the Lakewood Church of Houston, Texas. We're going to be talking about gun violence and harm to very young children. If this is not your cup of tea, please don't partake. Let's go. It's uh, better to get your sources like a local source, so not like CNN or, or Fox News or something like that. Like yeah. it has to be ABC thirteen Houston or yeah. you know, whatever, whatever's down there, because um, I feel like it's a little bit more like they're actually there, so it's more you know not 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 authentic, but like the facts, like you're getting straight facts, you know. Mm-hmm. And what I thought was very interesting was, like, how they were reporting the incident as well. So, like, I guess they were trying to be respectful of this the shooter's pronouns and stuff, which I'm like, okay, who cares? <laughs> you know, like, I really don't care about that. Um, also, too, there's been, like, um, history of this person having mental illness and not just mental illness but like several like a rap sheet of just weird behavior right and police being called on them and, and things like that so one thing i did notice too randell was like the way that they were um they're trying to paint the story like oh well this sh- this this crazy person quote unquote shouldn't have gotten allowed to purchase a gun because in in texas there's very uh there's not any like background checks or anything like that. Well, I I know, which I think it's very stupid. Like I'm definitely pro guns, but you need if you need to be checked out before you purchase one. It's just, yeah, just some basic stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. <laughs> um, I feel like though sometimes with stuff like that, it could also be on the on the back end, like a bunch of like red tape for just law abiding citizens. Mm-hmm. So I, I see both sides of it, you know. It's just unfortunate about um the son getting uh shot in the head. Did you read about that? Yeah, yeah the only the only thing that my concern is like that that child that was in the incident. Like I don't I don't think I think they said that uh, he was shot like in the frontal lobe and stuff, so he might be like brain dead. So mm-hmm. you know, it, it's unfortunate though. It's very sad. Yeah, and for right, and then for the parent, the shooter, to put their own child in danger like that, you know, that's just really, you know, chilling to me. Yeah. Um, especially being a mom myself, you know, that's. That's one of the last things you want to do is just put your own kid in danger. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so you have to be really mentally far gone for you to even do that, you know? And um, 
they didn't mention who shot the kid, you know. Um, they probably uh, did that mainly, mainly, I don't know, maybe to protect the shooters. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They said that they are not shooters, the, the people that got the shooter down. So they said they were two unarmed, or not unarmed, two off-duty police officers that were at the scene. And um, one of the reports said that uh, when the shooter came in, I guess they flashed a gun, something like that, to the... Were they able to actually go in? Yeah. I didn't read that. They were were shooting in the actual church. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, it wasn't outside. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't just like outside. It was like they got in and um, they were wearing a trench coat and... I don't know if they flashed a gun or if they just walked in like normal. They probably just walked in like normal, you know, because if somebody's, you know, you would have, the security person would at least alert that per, you know, everybody, hey, you know, whatever. But but then, yeah, they said that the shooter started um, like in a hallway somewhere. There was like several gunshots that went. Um, a gentleman that was in his 50s, he got shot in the hip and, you know, he got stitched up left the day later from the hospital, that sort of thing. But the kid was shot, you know, and, you know, they they probably weren't expecting, most shooters aren't bringing a child with them, let alone their own child, you know, with them to the crime, you know? So, I just showed you. Right. Right. I I think he, I think the person wanted to be, know that they were going to die then their child was going to die like that's that's my my mentality of them doing that is because they were like okay i'm just gonna everything everybody's gonna know pretty much yeah uh like that's very it's very it's unfortunate it happened at a a church he's very that's scary just to think about like you're in service and you hear a bunch of gunshots going off and that's a huge church Yeah, from sure, that was like chaos. That's that's probably chaotic there too, and try to keep all those people calm because he got a freaking football stadium sized church, <laughs> so, you know, and all that's going out happening out, you know, out front or whatever. That's yeah, it's crazy, right? No, yeah, like um, just to give you an idea, have you been down there to that church? I haven't been, but um, what I've read online about it is that um, it used to be the Houston Rockets stadium. It, you're right it's an actual like arena <laughs> you yeah. know like really huge place and um they say about forty five thousand people attend services on a weekly basis so and they're you know obviously they're televised there's several services going on throughout the the weekend or what may have you and so it's just it just makes you think like where is safe nowadays because you know um Places like church or, um, you know, just like the movie theaters or just places where you're just wanting to bring your family, you know, to just to chill, you know. Um, a lot of times when people go to church, they're in a certain frame of mind, like, you know, they're not there to do anything but meet with God or they're having a, a certain heart issue that they really need some support on, so... I just think it's really unfortunate that um, the people there were in danger. Thankfully, the good guys that had a gun got 
rid of the sh- the shooter. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, the the little boy, I from what I read this morning, and today's what Sunday, uh, Sunday the eighteenth, the eighteenth of February. Thank you, thank <laughs> you, parents. Okay, one day is get it out. Like, oh man, you notice know we're almost done with February. Like it's crazy. We're almost at, we're like to be in March. Like where is time going? It is. I don't know. Yeah, the the only time time went too fast was summertime when I was a kid. Every other mm-hmm. time was slow. It was like, oh, summer's done. I gotta go back to school. And then, you know, like, but like, yeah, everything else is long. Yeah, but now that I'm now that we're older, it just seems like the days, the weeks, the years, they just go by too quickly. You know, um, halfway through February and this crazy nonsense, you know, is going on. So, um, oh, yeah, I probably, I probably should just let people know what what we're here. So, hey, guys, sorry. <laughs> you missed us because of technical issues. <laughs> I won't name any services, but they messed up a very hour long conversation we had. Maybe was it a week ago or two weeks? Yeah, ago? it was two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah. So we're sorry. We we're trying to be more consistent. So we're going to use this new format and see how this goes and yeah. see mm-hmm. if it's better for us. Yeah, a little bit easier for us to capture what we have to say, and then of course, you know, put it up online for y'all to to listen to. So yeah, uh, thank you again, guys, for joining us on uh, a life worth recording podcast um, i'm your host kelly and i'm randell and uh yeah we're just talking about mega mega churches that's that's the the idea that we've been t- uh kind of jostling around with and in a way i low-key feel like um i'm okay with us losing whatever we talked about last time randell because mm-hmm. this sort of happened you know yeah and- <laughs> you know and um you know, I feel like it's on people's minds right now, like after hearing that, uh, with, especially with Joel Osteen, who can be a very, uh, mm-hmm. I guess, divisive figure for some people. Some of us out here, you know, not too keen on him, but the concept of mega churches and their services and what, how they can be a help to people. Because, you know, beyond the sensationality of, you know, what took place last week in uh, Latewood, Mm-hmm. Uh, church um a lot of the ones that you don't really hear about or you know they're not as high profile because of that um they're actually providing some really good um services and in um ministries that's that's the word i was trying to say so <laughs> yes yes um but uh so we we kind of both go to like a mecca church too mm-hmm. so yeah how, I mean, I don't know. How, how would you feel about that? Like something like that happened? Like your. Yeah. It, it, I, I went to church today and I, I'll, I'll admit it was in the back of my mind. Um, but, you know, I felt like, uh, you know, I, I can't just live my life in, in fear, you know, kind of deal. Like, um, it's it's kind of akin to what took place like on September 11th in a way, not as big and national as that, but in terms of you know, in 
fear being instilled in you from just living your normal life, you know, mm -hmm. um, because that's not happening all the time everywhere, you know. I feel like the news, because that's how they get their message across, they want to get the most juicy, craziest story out there to keep people talking and get eyes on the, the footage and you yeah. know, keep your attention, you know. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, to be honest with you, when I'm just out and about, the only crazy stuff I really see is if I'm out late at night, you know, like... Mm -hmm bar hopping and that's been a while for me guys <laughs> you know so like <laughs> yeah. it was young kelly life <laughs> but right, right that was a long time ago so um and even uh so it's 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 very it's not very frequent for me to see crazy stuff like that you know most people who are normal and not mentally deranged psycho you know, most of us out here are just trying to, you know, be good people, live our lives, you know, um, take care of our children, our families, whatever. You know, we're not trying to affect people in that negative light like that, you know. So I'll admit, I, it was in the back of my mind, like I said earlier, but um, I said, you know what, um, I'm not going to even allow that feeling of fear to come into my existence here because it could literally happen anywhere you know um you know the like the amount of mass shootings that have taken place in the last several years you know they've happened at all kinds of random parts of the country like that one in maine at a bowling alley i think it was that was um What's was that last year you went to different places you oh really bowling alley he went to like a park or something it was like multiple places that oh snap wow i did like shut the city down that mean that area down because they were looking for right. so that was crazy challenge yeah i, I yeah. mean he said I, I you know i try not to you can't like you like you said you can't live in fear so I, I try not to think about stuff like that, but does it happen when I'm sitting at church sometimes? Yeah, it does. I don't know. I don't know, you know. Uh, and does it happen when I'm at the grocery store? Yeah, I think about it too. It just, I mean, you just never know. I mean, I, I pray and, you know, I pray that, you know, that, that won't, I won't go out like that, but. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, you know, it's just, I'm not gonna lie, like, it's anything that I, any place that I go, go to people's house, you, do, you, you just don't know, you know? Mm -hmm. Just don't know, but I try not to think about that and then, and then, and live in fear. Just, just pray, talk to God. Um, things like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I, I know when I was younger, what, with 9 11 and stuff, I was watching the news with my mom and stuff because it was just playing all the time. Like I yeah. was, I was even scared as a child to even want to get on a plane. You yeah. know? And what if why? So, um, but you know, I, I still continue I still continue to fly and, and, and stuff like that. But I knew mm -hmm. at a point in my life that that was like a fear of mine. Mm -hmm. Like that happening, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
Now I hear you about playing rides. I just love to travel too much. And so I just, you know, I just bite the bullet. I'm like, whatever, <laughs> you know, like, I'm just like, I, if this is what it takes to get over there, great. And you know, I'll do it. You know? I, it's more value, like it's more worth it for me to go see it, you know, like to go over there and see it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah I, but, if I know like my dream vacation is to go to Greece, yeah. uh, so I got to I'm getting on the plane to go there. Okay. <laughs> I got this place ticket. You can be there in like. I'm getting on. I'm going. So yeah, I'm getting on that plane, that boat to get over there, so I can go see it. Right. I promise that I went to go to Greece. So right. Yeah. So well, that's that's a long trip plan. But I'm already. <laughs> that that trip is gonna be a little expensive. Okay. Yeah. I've heard it's, I hear it's beautiful over there and lots of old ruins because Greece, you know, you're going to see, you're going to see some historical artifacts, things of that nature there. Water. And like, you know, of course I want to do all the touristy thing with the little white houses and the blue, like the little, have you seen yeah, the Yeah. I want to stay in a really nice hotel with like the pool oh. in it. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's so why I said it's a budget. <laughs> I've looked how much that the hotels, the hotel and the flight by itself. I'm already broke. Right. Trip to, to Greece. <laughs> well, plus too with the time travel, you're gonna have to um. You're gonna have to spend more time over there just to do the uh, to get used to their time because it's what like eight hours behind or ahead. I don't. Know. Yeah, something like that. They're ahead of us. I think they're ahead of us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because they get the sun first. Oh, yeah. You're right. They get the sun first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I would love to go. I've heard Mykonos is nice too. It's like uh, it's in the I. It's in the Mediterranean. Yeah. It's part Greece. Mm-hmm. I, I want like, a long trip because I want to be able to like hop and yeah. go to other islands and stuff like that. I think that would be a very fun yeah. trip. If anybody wants to sponsor that trip, please let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, guys. So, and then did you know? Well, it's funny you mentioned that too because it's so hot over there in the summer. Like, that's the best time to go, I would think, you know. But I love doing like beach trips when it's like winter time, like it's cold where I'm at, so I'll go to like a warm, like a warm vacation. I don't know. It, it, I feel like I'm tricking, <laughs> like I'm tricking my body, like oh yeah, you know, I'm on the beach, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, my birthday is in November, so of course that's like my thing anyway. I I'd rather go somewhere really warm for my birthday instead of. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, not down here. Maybe pro- more than likely, you'd have to be further up north for it to actually be cold, like Chicago, you know, like Minneapolis, you know, like that's actual cold in November. And uh, it's fine too; it's just getting started up there, like the the cold, you know, in November at least, you know. But uh, yeah, back to this whole Megan Church topic though thing too, because um, I. I I I 
I like having them around. I feel like they're good resources for people in the community, especially if you're having a hard time or you need some friendship or you need to like reach out to a pastoral staff in a way that can walk you through something, you know. I don't think we should throw out the baby with the bathwater on this whole mega church thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's especially in light of what took place last week at um, the Lakewood Church, you know, because I think people would start saying, oh, we need to not, we need to write them off or we need to have more armed forces or whatever. And that's fine and good, you know, that's fine and good and all. But ultimately, you know, like you said, you never know what's going to happen. You know, you can't control all of the variables that go into it. You know, I'm glad they had off-duty cops and security people there, as they should, because it's a larger facility, you know. Which which our church does, too, because I was just thinking about that. Because in one of our little uh, huddles that we do at the church before we start is um, he always talks, one of the pastors always talks about check your surroundings. If you see something that doesn't feel right, like, let's let him know, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like that's it's kind of scary to that. To, you know, to think that someone could come in there and be like, you know what? I've had it. <laughs> I've had it. I just went on with this area right here today. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, yeah, especially with hurting people, you know, there as well. They're, you know, you're in a vulnerable place when you're at a church because, you know, I'm, you're obviously there to get help, healing, transformation. Yeah. You know? um, but yeah, I, it's when you said, when you mentioned that about what your pastor said about uh, watch your surroundings, it reminded me of the airport, actually. <laughs> like they, they have placards like that, you know, at airports or bus stations or whatever. So, yeah. um, but even school says that too. Check on your friends. <laughs> like, right, exactly. Do something like weird or like off about your friend. Yeah. Talk to your friend, or maybe I don't know. Report your friend because they're saying some weird stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. Right. People moaning, snitch, snitch on your friends, but <laughs> I'm sorry, Kelly. If you start posting weird stuff, I might have to go ahead and snitch on him. <laughs> <So>. Right, <laughs> right. You no, know, people tell on themselves because they're on social media, which is another reason why I'm not on social media okay i'm not out here trying to tell on myself guys you know um you guys could do that have as much fun as you can with that but like, no, like i mean i i think people also do that because they need help you know i mean that's the way which is unfortunate they feel like they have to post violence or something you know say something violent for someone to be like oh hey are you okay you need a hug like yeah like yeah going on at work or how are you know teens or something like that you know like TV. Mm-hmm. but i think i think the main reason why people do that is because they're struggling with something mm-hmm. and i guess you know some people online really they don't take it seriously you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I hear what you're saying about that, too. And um, even though we're so connected, as in we're able to communicate whatever we want, whenever we want, we're still not connected, as in empathy and showing care for people, you know? Uh, you think that has something to, uh, 
that might be something that has to do with, say, mental health or the way we treat each other. Like, do you think those go together in a way? Yeah. You know, for they so definitely uh social media like i mean bullying you know that's that stuff is like real like people some people really take that stuff like even if you're joking really take that to heart um i might hurt other people but they might hurt themselves you know what i mean right all it takes is one you know saying one thing to them to set them off and they're gone you know right right going through uh even if they are like smiling in your face and stuff like that with it. But yeah, I go like with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if we sure showed more care for one another and, and like what you saying, just simply like, hey, are you okay? Is everything fine? Just checking in with each other. I think that would go miles, like light years for people who are just, you know, because sometimes that's all it takes for someone is just, you know, somebody showing care to them, hearing about what their situation is, and then just allowing them a space to talk. That could diffuse a whole bunch of situations for for us right now, you know? I don't think a lot of people also have empathy for people. So people are Mm -hmm. stuck or lost, you know? Like, no no one cares about how I feel or what I'm going through type of thing. It also could be in their head, too, without really, you know, talking to people, but like... (laughs) haven't but like majority of the time people don't really have empathy for other people yeah do you think um because the way social media is set up or um you know we're, we're basically here people on social media are looking for ways to grab your attention you know and the whole thing with likes and getting views and things like that um do you feel like that's contributing to people's not thinking that nobody cares about them? Because that concept was here before the internet, <laughs> you know, like people not feeling like, oh, that I matter, that what I have to say matters or whatever. But do you feel like social media has exacerbated that or like, you know, faces, the hearts, like, I mean, when you were on social media, I was, yeah, <laughs> no, but like. When you got a like or a heart or a comment under your, your profile, it made you feel good. It gave you like a dopamine hit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, I got all these people that like my picture. Oh, okay, I got all these people to comment on my picture. It right. like makes you feel good. Yeah. Um, look, my brain just went, where was I trying to go with this? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you know, like... I was on a roll here and where did it go? <laughs> oh my god! I feel like well, I already I already announced this. I I'll go ahead and say my little pregnancy brain. I feel like now I was on a roll and it's like gone now. Yes, yes. So just so that we're clear, our our lovely co-host Miss Randell, she's adding on to humanity, guys. She's yes. My future, my future um, child will not be on social media. <laughs> We're going to be living in the 90s in this house. <laughs> right, right. That's as far as I want to go to. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's about, you know. It's going to be 90s. I'll give them early 2000s. <laughs> that 
that's how far we're gonna go. We're not we're not in twenty twenty four. No. No. <laughs> so, Sorry, I'm gonna go give me a house phone. I'm not even gonna show this. It's gonna have a <laughs> with a cord and the brain <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought I thought I was doing something with three way calls back in the day. You remember that? Oh, let's get on the part like three way calls, you know. Three way people on, on the <laughs> I was going to say, that'd be a great topic to talk about next time. Comment down below, guys, um, if you think it'd be a great topic. I'm, I'm My brain's kind of churning here about talking about you as a parent and your relationship with social media in terms of putting your kids on or, you know, posting things about them. I want to talk about um, here on the podcast because I, I think that's a interesting topic to to delve into. Um, especially if you're like the millennial, like us in Randell, you know, or younger and your life is lived on the internet from time to time. So <laughs> he finds fantastic recipes on the internet though. <laughs> My goodness. I, think I do love knowing about like different foods, what recipes people are trying. Like, Did I send you that one with the pasta? I think it was like a pasta soup. So Okay. Let me know how it goes, because when I saw it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this looks mad easy, you know, and it tastes good. But looking at what's those, I really want to make chicken wings that I sent you, but I need to find. Oh, yes. Fire. There's a mango habanero. I need to find the seasoning, though. (laughs) Oh, the mango pepper. Mango pepper. That one. Yeah, where is that? It's a dry seasoning. I feel like I've seen that brand at Kroger or something, right? But I've never seen that flavor before. I'm like, someone said Amazon, so I made back up again. That mango pepper. Anybody makes my mouth water. Sure. Yes. Yes. No, we went we went to um Kroger today to, to in the deli section just to grab a quick snack, you know? Yeah. And we got a box of fried chicken. I think it was like five pieces of chicken for five bucks or something like that. Super cheap. And then we went to get some Cholula, but we got the green Cholula. Have you tried that? Yo, green Cholula is the truth okay put that on you put that on some fr- on the fried chicken amazing like so good spicy? it's spicy i think it's spicier than the red one actually and it's like real flavorful too like it ta- it's spicy and it tastes good because there- there's a difference in it, you know like there's a- I'm, one of, I'm one of those people like if, if it's hot where it's un- where it's uncomfortable I don't want to eat that type of hot. I like my hot to be flavorful and like, yeah, just you know, just the right amount of spiciness. Now, yeah. in my mouth and I'm crying. I don't want to eat that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want my mouth to die, like to be on fire the whole time. I can't enjoy my meal. So exactly, exactly. No, no I. We, it's good with eggs too. So it, it like if if you just like breakfast tacos, a little 
hot sauce with your, you know, it tastes really good in the morning. So it's not so hot. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not to the last one. Eggs or something. Yeah. It's like a little fry up, you know, put some onion, pepper, whatever in there, and then, you know, just top it off. Put some chul- green cholula. It's great. And some tortillas if you want. <laughs> you know, like the quick breakfast, quick meal, you know? You. Yes. Yes. So. But now, now that you've announced it here, Randell, I want to I want to officially congratulate you on your new addition to your family and all that. Are about to you know start in that process, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> right now it's cooking. Yes, yes. Do you want to say how far along are you? Or um, I'm, I'm just I'm just not early. <laughs> I got I'm in my semester. Okay. Um, I'm almost done. So, almost out. I am like tired. Yes, yes, that's that's gonna happen. That's gonna keep happening. So, just you wait. Everyone keeps saying that. It's just so like great. Like, don't say it. Don't say it. Well, if anything, guys, uh, you know, comment down below um, if you, you know, want to hear more about that. I have questions about that. Just let us know. But, um, yeah. In terms of uh, mega churches and all that, what are some final thoughts that you have um, in terms of their use and credibility from a spreading the gospel standpoint because i know there's a lot of naysayers about them too mm-hmm. but uh you know what are some final takeaways you want to leave with with uh with I, our episode today i think they're 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 great um just do your research that's what i'm gonna say when it comes to you know choosing the right church you know and make sure that um that this is truly what where you want, like where you feel God is calling you to be at. That's right. Say about that. <laughs> that yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think you should take that approach to a lot of different things, whether it's your job or a, a marriage situation, if that if it comes down to it. If this is where God wants you to be, um, you know, that that's the real question that needs to be asked. Um uh, for me personally, um, I know with uh, an important for me in terms of picking a good church is something that uh, a place that is Bible based. Um, and the only way to know that, guys, is if you read the Bible, <laughs> you know. Um, so we're not saying to just go ahead and uh, get into a church here and just use them as a way to kind of get your daily feedings of Bible that makes any sense um you definitely want to be able to get the information from yourself directly from the bible um and then that just helps you make your own just proper decisions on what's the best way to go uh, so that you could hear you actually hear that direct message from god and things of that nature so thanks so much for listening in here today guys tune in next week love to hear from you bye have a good one 
Thank you for stopping by today. We appreciate your time. Join us again for another riveting episode of A Life Worth Recording.